welcome to episode three of season two of the sample study. I'm very glad that you're here for this session. The date is Thursday, August 31st, 2017, and I am your host, Tumelo, standing at attention in front of my music production software. Here at the sample study, I take just one sampled song per episode, take the song it is sampled in, recreate the beat by hand, and analyze how the producer who sampled it got from having a record in their hand to having the sample on a record of their own. Today I'm happy to be taking a second listener request from Ryan on Twitter, who correctly guessed that I would be interested in talking about Pharaoh Monch's sample of a version of the Godzilla theme for the song Simon Says. Thanks, Ryan. And just to remind everyone at the top of the show, samplestudycast at gmail.com is where you send those great requests and questions to be answered on the show. So without further ado... I'm going to begin talking about today's simple sample that set the charts on fire and set some career plans on fire too, maybe with atomic fire. I'll get this out of the way because it's important. I'm a Godzilla nerd. If this was a video podcast, I'd show you that my studio desk is littered with Godzilla action figures and memorabilia. Luckily for you, it's not, and we don't have to go through that. Pretty much ever since I saw the special Godzilla Marathon editions of TNT's Monster Vision programming block as a kid in the 90s, I've been intrigued by kaiju stuff in general. The word means strange beast in Japanese, but it's become the catch-all descriptor for any movie that has a giant monster terrorizing a city. Godzilla, Gamera, the things that Ultraman fights, they're all kaiju. Besides the sound design and visual effects, the other large contributor to the experience of a kaiju film is the soundtrack, and Akira Ifukube is the master of the kaiju soundtrack. From successes in classical composition at an early age, winning contests and gaining recognition, Ifukube went on to teach at the Tokyo University of the Arts after World War II and would compose over 250 film scores in his life. So like, even though he's most known for Godzilla, that's just a fraction of what he created. The last Godzilla film Ifukube directly worked on was Godzilla vs. Destoroyah in 1995. Fittingly, this is also the last film the original canon Godzilla appears in. It ends with the king of all monsters suffering a nuclear implosion that saves the day but dooms him. Akira Ifukube's Godzilla scores, especially the famous theme with its huge brass notes, feel like they could rattle buildings. They're like a death knell played out by giant destructive beings. With kaiju film being a brand new genre in 1954, it's amazing that Ifukube nailed the feel on the first try, and no one has ever been able to top him in scoring the approach of a deadly creature. How that should sound. Let's listen to Gojira Tai Mosura. Thank you. 
re-recording of the theme for the 1992 film Godzilla vs. Mothra, the fourth highest grossing monster movie of all time in Japan. And that's a country with a lot of monster movies. Now that we're done with that nerding out, let's talk about Pharaoh Monch and his enduring connection to this particular sample. Monch is a universally respected and admired MC and producer. Pretty much every angle of the game, you're, you're going to find people who love him. His style of delivery is incredibly unique, and he's not afraid to delve into interesting musical ideas. For the leading single of his 1999 debut solo album, Infernal Affairs, which is a fantastic album, he had a very interesting idea. What if the core four notes of Godzilla's theme were made into a summer club banner? And thus, Simon Says, one of the most recognizable, hardest, and quirkiest rap tracks ever, something that everybody can get down to and enjoy in the same way, was created. Hearing this song on the radio as an 11-year-old, still getting into rap after discovering that at like 8 or 9, it was pretty much perfect timing. They built a great song, and they built it using pieces from Godzilla music, which I was intimately familiar with at the time. I was really hyped about this. Anytime that rap music crosses over into my other interests, you'll get my ears to perk up, no problem. But even if I'd never heard the Godzilla theme, I would immediately know Simon Says was destined to be a classic. Says, get the fuck up, throw your hands in the sky. Weezes in the back, sipping yak, y'all, what's up? Girls, rub on your titties. Yeah, I said it, rub on your titties. New York City, pretty committee, pity the fool that act shitty in the midst of the calm, the witty. Y'all know the name, uh, Pharaoh fucking Monch ain't a damn thing chain uh, You all up in your range of shit, inebriated uh-huh. Straight from your original plan, you deviated I alleviated the pain with long-term goals Slip my underground loop without the gold You so fat around the world, I so wood in the hood But when I'm in the street and shit is all good Assume the motivated boom, control the game like boom Raider rock, clock, dollar split, tips like a way to block Shot styles greater, let my lyrics anoint If you holding up the wall and you're missing the point Get the fuck up Simon says get the fuck up Put your hands to the sky Brooklyn in the back shooting crash now What's up? Girlies rub on your titties yeah. Fuck it I said rub on your titties uh-huh. New York City pretty committee Pity the food that acts shitty In the midst of the calm the witty Simon Says was produced and written by Pharaoh Monch It released on the album Infernal Affairs on Raucous Records in 1999 hit number 97 on the top 100, which was incredible for a rapper as underground as Monch was at the time, and was featured in blockbuster films of the time like Charlie's Angels and Boiler Room. It may not sound cool now, but those movies made a lot of money. It was everywhere. And that was only to its detriment as the legendarily litigious, litigious, litigious Toho, rights holder of Godzilla in Japan, and thus the owner of Ifukube's musical piece, sued Monch as the producer for sampling the song. The album with the uncleared sample had to be discontinued, losing Monch a lot of potential sales. This is pretty drastic, but it could have been worse. Anyway, he would not release another solo album for eight years. Godzilla freaking stomped on this guy. 
For a more recent example of Toho's willingness to take people to court, the production team behind the Nacho Vigilando film Colossal starring Anne Hathaway, a neat small-budget kaiju film released in 2016, was also sued by Toho when someone from that company heard that they used the plot and imagery of Godzilla to pitch to potential investors at the Cannes Film Festival what the monster in the film would be like. And that's literally just like saying, oh, it's like Godzilla to someone in a closed room is apparently enough for this. The legal trouble over the use of Godzilla's image, even not directly in the film, almost halted production on Colossal until a settlement was made. They promised to not make a monster that looks anything like Godzilla. And Godzilla, uh, I mean Toho, again, stomped away happily. So it's time to transition to the lab. This is the part of the show where I completely recreate the beat that today's sample was used in to show how and why it was used the way it was. Simon Says has some quirks, but it's a beautifully simplistic beat, so we're probably going to get through this pretty fast. The BPM for the right tempo is 94. The pitch doesn't need to be changed at all. It's perfect. And, you know, when you don't change the pitch of a song, that makes it a little more likely to get picked up by copyright censors. Although in this case, this is the freaking Godzilla theme, so it's really recognizable by anyone. So all I had to do with the sample is apply a low-pass and high-pass filter to take off the very high highs and the very low lows, and played it in in mono. What the original song does here is play the opening in mono and then open it up to stereo right before the beat drops. So we're going to do the same thing. So, of course, here's the recognizable four notes. Well, what I did, and what Farrell Monch did, is take the noise between notes and extend it by chopping it so that now the rest of the beat is nicely filled with this odd noise. Get the fuck up! Which actually works for a hardcore rap track for it to just be like four brass notes and this odd noise coming through. As for the drums, we have a long hi-hat sample hitting on each quarter note. As you can hear in the original, so I'll put a similar sample in. The beat pretty much all falls into place around this driving hi-hat. Here's the kick drum. It's a little shuffly, moving in between the hi-hats. And of course, we gotta put in a snare right on the two and four. The most unique touch in the whole song are these weird hi-hats. Let me, let's listen to the original. You hear those hi-hats in the left and right ear? Like very extremely panned to the left and right? Let's listen again. It's such a weird production choice, but it gives the song a really unique feeling. Looking a little closer at that, if I add a short, snappy hi-hat to the left ear now, with this shuffle pattern, kind of like a Dilla Swing. You know, that's whatever. It's, it just sounds weird. But, let's take the right ear sample. Okay, that's even more subtle. But for some reason, when they're together, when they're kind of handing off over the beat, it has this weird, groovy effect. Oh, 
Okay, so the very last thing I'm going to do with this beat is add a nice sub bass, very subtly underneath. One little stab to augment the kick at the start, and then another later on to augment the third kick. You know, there are a few more elements to this song, like a cymbal reverse splash, that sound. Get the fuck up! And a weird sine wave synth. Get the fuck up! Simon says, get the fuck up! But they don't add enough to what we're concerned with to justify making them for the show. So that will do it for this session of the Sample Study. If you have questions or requests, send them on over to samplestudycast at gmail.com with the subject line questions or requests. You can follow the show on Twitter at samplestudycast, and you can follow me at Mellow without the W makes. Mellow makes. Oh. I really appreciate iTunes reviews. If you have the time to leave one, it really helps the show get out there. Or you could just tell your friends. I, I gotta get out of here because my mouth is starting to make dry noises, but I'd like to take a moment to mention that my very own sample-based album, Midnight Broadcast Volume 2, released earlier this month and is available in physical or digital form from my Bandcamp, which you can get to at 2mellowmakes.bandcamp.com. That's the number two, mellow without a W, two mellow makes. Midnight Broadcast Volume 1 can be purchased in the same place. They are jazz-sampled beats, taking a lot of inspiration from the mid-2000s era of Adult Swim background commercial bump music in audio and visual aesthetic, as I've made little photo images to represent each song as well. And who knows, maybe one of my own songs will show up on the sample study someday. If you would like to support me and the show financially, my Patreon is patreon.com slash 2mellow. That's the number 2 and mellow without a W, and you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash 2mellow. I'm trying to get the Patreon to $3.50 monthly, and if I do that, all patrons will start getting the sample study a week early. You can purchase Pharaoh Monch's internal affairs digitally, and there are many Godzilla reissue albums that contain the Akira Ifukube track Gojira Tai Mosura. Thanks so much to legendary composer Akira Ifukube, legendary MC Pharaoh Monch, the king of all monsters, Godzilla, and most importantly you, for joining me on this session of the sample study. Keep digging. You'll find it.